from the bustling outskirts of Washington, D.C. to the tropical Gulf Coast of sunny Florida, we bring you the Melly and Shanny Show. Welcome to the Melly and Shanny Show. Hi. Hi, I'm Shanny. And I'm Melly. So today is March 7th. I can't believe it. I know. It was February. Jeez, we had so much happen. I know. It's been crazy. (gasps) Yeah. How have you been? Good. You know, just got back from a little staycation. So yeah, today was my first day back to work. So that, you know, it's usually never fun. No. Sorts and, you know, getting back in the groove takes me a little while. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, same. Just been (sighs) say what? Yes, coming to Florida soon. Um, (laughs) yeah, we're coming at the end of the month here, so yay! Hopefully, I'll be able to get to see you somehow. Yeah, we gotta. We there's no if, ands, or buts. We're doing it. We gotta plan it out. We got to plan it out. At least if we just, just for, just for a drink, at least a drink or three. You know, you never know with us. <laughs> I know. You never know how we do. Um, but um, thanks for getting on your staycation. Thanks for getting the episodes cleaned up. You're amazing at that. And I so appreciate all that you do for that. You know, I'm getting a little bit faster at using the software every time and it gets a little easier. So, oh, that's so good. You know what? Moving on up. Maybe we can invest and get sponsors in the future. (laughs) You know, we may need to consider posting them first, but yeah, (laughs) we're getting there. This is it, baby. This is it. This is it. Number four. Here we go, people. Yep, and then Our news have- is like three months old, but hey, that's okay. Oh, by the way, here's our first four episodes coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Instead of episodes one through four, we'll call it volume one. Yeah, yeah, something. totally. I don't know. Oh my but gosh. Well, okay, so did you say that you worked out tonight? I did. Okay, and so... That kind of that's a good segue into like the the uh thing you wanted to bring up. Yeah, okay. Into Clown so, World. We're going to jump right into some Clown World here. So, yeah, I guess I should are we do we do or does it matter really? clown world first or squirrel talk it doesn't i I don't think it really matters um okay i i don't know i don't feel like we follow a particular layout pattern okay for our episodes at least at this point because we're we're such noobs but yeah (laughs) noobs this is so fresh and it literally happened this afternoon at my boot camp that i go to and i don't to um shout that out because it's a well-known um, exercise franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I just, I was just really taken back at, um, at it because I'm sure that if you're anything, um, I don't even know the word. If, if you have any kind of sense about fitness, you've heard the term of Russian twist before. Yeah. And, you know, it's an abdominal core exercise for all of those maybe who aren't super savvy at the gym or they hate core days. Uh, most people do. Uh, well, there was a Russian twist move in there today and it was a, a station move. So we had to do it like many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <clears throat> Long story short is when the trainer was going over the moves and demoing, they referred to them as Ukrainian twists, not <laughs> Russian. And I was like, you've got to be joking me. And like, I, I, that, I didn't even really know what to feel at that moment because. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> like did they originate and cha- like did the changing of the origin like did it change did they originate in ukraine like what what on earth i know that's why i'm just like okay first of all when you go to the gym it, i don't care who you are or what your background is or your political or religious views you you kind of expect the gym to be a safe place where whether you're on one side or the other none of that is discussed right Mm. and I think that's why I was so taken back by it because I didn't want to use this little example of what happened to me today and take up a ton of time I just thought it was clown world because Mm -hmm. it was being pushed (laughs) in such a subtle way in fitness that I just I was like flabbergasted flabbergasted is the best word to describe it right that's insane that's the thing. I didn't want to use this time to say I'm on this side or that because we didn't even really get a chance to talk that out yet, but it is such the hot topic right now. Uh, so maybe we'll get into that in a little bit down, you know, further into the show, but I just thought it was crazy. <laughs> that is, it, it really is. I mean, just because. Well, now I know where this particular establishment stands stands the trainer who is leading that class because there's different trainers is not like the same trainer for every single um you know session yeah so i will and to be honest i feel like burn boot camp is kind of it to ukrainian twist from here on out i go oh so from here on out it's not like a one-time thing yeah they're called that now i'm like okay Oh my word. <laughs> I, you know, see, that's where that would turn me off and I wouldn't want to go to the classes anymore. I just wouldn't. I don't I wouldn't want to support that. And I that's probably I, I don't know, some people would think that's ridiculous, but I just can't do it. My dad even this morning, he had a dermatology appointment and he got up, it was like at 7 30. He got up at like 5 30 to get ready and everything else, go in there, and they said you need to wear a mask. And he goes, I'm not going to wear one. And they go, okay, well, you can't come in. And he said, 
well, if I leave now, will you charge me? And they said no. And so he left and he didn't even have his appointment because he didn't want to wear a mask. Well, um, what, so what, what, I'm sorry. It was a dermatology appointment. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of me is like, all right, dad, you got to put your health first, you know, but. Yeah, I know it's kind of like, it's <sighs> kind of a, a touchy situation because when you talk to most people, when they go to any medical type of uh, visit, uh, it, it's still a requirement, right? At least, at least in Florida it is. And there are some people that don't, but every time I go to the chiropractor, nobody's got one and I don't wear mm-hmm. one. And there's, there's one or two people in the waiting room that choose to wear them, but you know, yeah, like, I won't wear it unless somebody tells me refuse to adjust if you don't have it. Yeah, I, I won't wear so it I, if somebody tells me, unless somebody tells me that they they require it. But people are losing business because we were at the mall the other day and somebody was like, you can't come in here unless you have a mask. And I was like, okay, well, I don't have one, so I'm not coming in. And the he was like, the kids don't need one, but you do. So I let the kids walk around. But I'm like, you just lost business because I probably would have spent at least $10, $15 in your store, you know? I feel like the healthcare workers and industry is like more uh, sticklers about it, you know, but I don't know. Some people, you know, I guess we've got to stand our ground at some point, you know, mm-hmm. with these masks. I know. I mean, but that's the thing. Didn't they just lift it at the, uh, at the nat- federal level? I'm sorry. Before the State of the Union. They that's surely true. did. Which, okay, so that's another clown world opportunity. Yeah, because um, go ahead. Yeah, so I just thought about this and I didn't even write it down on our notes, but Lauren Bobert, I think her name is, she's one of the delegates from Colorado. She was posting a quick, she posted a quick clip after the State of the Union and she was literally filming a video, a live video feed of how everyone at the State of the Union was up and about after the address was over, chatting and shaking hands and literally within like inches of each other. Meanwhile, before the State of the Union, chairs were like sectioned out a seats apart. Okay. So. Clown world, totally. Total. Like. And it, it does go right along with something else you had added to the notes that, and I know it's kind of old not to bring up the Super Bowl again, but you know, it's, it's going to this whole, okay, Amazon prime deliveries are requiring you to be six feet apart when you sign for your package, but then you can put 70,000 people into a stadium crammed together like sardines. So where, where's the logic? Yeah. Where is the actual science that makes sense behind this? Because nothing does. So. Exactly. I mean, you're going to tape off every other seat at the State of the Union, but then you're going to get up and shake 90 people's hands without antibacterial, you know, like it doesn't make any sense. Nope. I just, yeah, it's, it's complete nonsense what we're experiencing and what we're seeing. It's such um, theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. 
Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, well, and this also, you yeah. know, is part of the whole Charlie Kirk said the other day, Hollywood celebrities aren't required to take the vaccine to attend the Oscars, but healthy armed service members are being required to take the vaccine to keep their job. Is this following the science? I don't think so. No, and I'm sure that hits a little bit close to home for you. Right? Yeah. I mean, because your other half is an active military service. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So. You know, okay, so it's acceptable for some, but required for others, you know, or. Yeah, rules for thee, but not for me. So, however, that sort of uh, goes into the whole military vaccine. Have you heard that the military is supposed to be developing a, a vaccine that's supposed to, like, uh, cover all past viruses? I, I, I feel like I heard a headline or two, but I, I haven't really researched much into it to, to talk about it in depth. I haven't either, um, and I shouldn't probably have even brought it up if I don't know much about it, but I just heard that the Department of Defense was has been going undergoing like research for years that's supposed to have shortly here develop some sort of vaccine that covers um, or that, you know, uh, helps, you know, folks like, uh, whatever the word is, I don't even know. Um, it's just supposed to cover both post a pre a pre viruses in the past and then current and future so almost sounds like a bioweapon to me but if i don't if know the defense is just developing something to to take care of all the the last 12 whatever viruses that we've had to get shots for our whole entire lives and now i don't know I don't know. It's, you know, and every time I ask my husband about it, he's like, I can't say. <laughs> well. So. Jeez. Okay, well, let's go. Maybe we can go into a squirrel talk segment here for one second. <laughs> Sure. Isn't really clown-ish. I'd say this is more on a serious note. Not that the other stuff isn't either, but uh, it just when it doesn't make sense, it falls under our clown world. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say squirrel talk. I wanted to. I noticed something that you had put in here about Jean Luc Brunel, the, the former model scout who was accused of trafficking underage girls to Jeffrey Epstein was found dead by hanging in his prison cell in France. Oh, hmm, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Same mm -hmm. way that Jeffrey Epstein was pronounced dead. So Yeah. They all commit suicide, right? Yep. So Yeah, I didn't even know who this guy was, um really, but now I do and He's a loser. I don't know. I mean, all of these people associated with this whole ring 
of trafficking seem to be found dead. Mm-hmm. So that was a big one. Definitely a big one. Um, and there's more um, more to kind of go along with that, but I, you know, further down the road, because I wanted to chat with you a little bit, you know, outside of our show first, and then, you know. Am I going to the principal's office with you? Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh, speaking of that, I didn't even want to get into that. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about my personal life, but you know, it, it was like, it was so nice to have a week off, but then to come back to work and then just like kind of be anxious the whole time. Like, did I do something? Oh, because you know, that event that happened to me last week yeah. related to where, do you ever do that where you just, you're just trying to unplug from stuff and you forget to turn notifications all the way off and then you see something and it just ruins like your day. Yeah. So that to me. <laughs> like, yep. Okay. Totes. I mean, not more since I'm at home. I mean, since I don't work in, that cor- in the corporate world anymore, but I certainly remember those days. Oh, it's like the worst feeling. So maybe what can we do or talk about? Maybe you can offer me some encouragement maybe it would help somebody out there or listeners that maybe struggle with anxiety or you know fear or always thinking like they have to be on edge or or not they have to be or that they just always are because you're like always thinking the worst when you know i know part of the mission of our show is to like encourage and uplift and you know not focus so much on the the clowns of this world (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know i I guess this isn't really encouragement but i would actually say to the contrary sort of that it makes you a better employee because you care you know like your ethics and morals are in the right place and because you care and because you're worried it makes you a good employee so your employer should be super thankful that you're not neglecting it and that you care enough on your time off to even think about it you know mm-hmm. so i don't know that's that's what i would say but but on the opposite spectrum you're you are not gonna leave this world with your job so anything that happens to you um or about you or whatever is not how Jesus looks at you. It's not how you're going to go out of this world. God only cares about your character and what you have accomplished on the earth for him. So thinking about it and dwelling on it too much is going to cause too much pain and anxiety for you. So true. got to let that stuff go. You know, can't take it with you. Can't take it with you. So, um, I guess, okay, where are we at? Now I have to add the, our two recordings together mentally. Okay. I know. Um, we're, shoot, I don't know, maybe. About anything, um, kind of going, I know it feels like old now, but the trucker convoy that traveled to DC protest because that was, what, about 12 days ago? Well, 
I guess I could, we could just say in general, like things with COVID have pretty much disappeared, you know, like, I don't know if it is the trucker convoy stuff that has been so profoundly like impactful that people have been like, okay, the people are serious that they've stopped everything. Cause you note right before the state of the union, Biden even literally tweeted out the pandemic. I'm, a, I'm, I'm pronouncing the pandemic officially over. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. Yeah. I don't have Twitter and two, I wouldn't like look up Biden's tweets, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have Twitter either. And I didn't look it up, but I saw it on something else. Um, so well, yeah. That... Kind of, you know, not to cut you off, but it goes not, I mean, not to say that the trucker convoy didn't have an impact on just maybe the epidemic, I'm sorry, the pandemic, um, uh, kind of coming to a halt with the mandates and like stuff opening back up across the country. But mm-hmm. the Ukrainian and Russian, uh, whatever is going on over there, um, is definitely causing everybody to kind of turn from what they were focused on to have a different focus, if that makes sense. Yes. So it really just went from, okay, the puppeteer is okay here's the main event now we have a new main event does that make sense yeah it is i mean now it's russia and ukraine you know yeah and i mean shoot my freaking trainer's trying to change the russian twist to ukrainian um but oh it's (laughs) just bizarre well it's is that oh oh my god so this goes into the gas prices thing that i wanted to chat about for one second because what are the gas prices where you live because i know you're in virginia yeah they're like four bucks yep it's 3.99 here so i'm okay so i mean we're like half of whatever day away travel wise uh distance wise one another so i was curious to know if it was like like a lot different or if it was pretty close it seems pretty close but well it is and let me just point out that i did hear a clip jen saki the press secretary you know peppermint patty also known as peppermint patty with her short red hair she said in one of her press conferences um the reason that we're seeing gas prices rise is because of the conflict in Russia, you know, and it's like, no, that's not the reason that has nothing to do with it. You're just using that as an excuse because of the inflation that was happening beforehand, you know? Yeah. I know. It's like, you don't really kind of know what to believe when the media or even when the government or anybody from the federal level comes out and tries to tell you what the reason is for certain things happening. You just, I mean. Well, but so many people are such zombies and they just listen and take in whatever they hear. But I mean, the fact of the matter is that was a complete and total farce, what she said, because it has nothing. I mean, it might have a smidge to do with it, but no, it was rising way before, you know, 
way before this even happened. Yep. And now, I mean, it, it's going up by the day. Um, yeah. Close friend who is like convinced just by things that they have been seeing on places, um, sources that it's going to be seven dollars a gallon in the near future, and I'm thinking, no way, you're you're joking. You're like, yeah, no, it's going to happen. Um, I yeah, mean, it just went from three forty nine to three ninety nine in a matter of forty eight hours here. So yeah. I mean, my husband was even like, maybe we should sell the truck and, you know, um, maybe we should sell the truck and get, like, an electric car or just... Oh, no, but that's the whole thing. That's what they want you to do. And you know how bad those are for uh, the environment, right? Because... The, the electric cars? Yeah. The, well, the disposal of the battery is what's so bad. That's like... Oh, I didn't hear I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's like radioactive. I mean, that it's like huh. it's actually far more um, dangerous than the than the fumes from. Is it? See, right I now. didn't even know this. Yep. Yep. Wow. I mean, I know that their whole thing about fuel or their energy conservatism and um, trying mm -hmm. to the glo global the climate change and all that. And they're trying to like push all of the energy type stuff. Yeah. On the front end, it sounds great. Oh, it's energy efficient, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, when it, when nobody, when, when you have to have a certain kind of electric um, output from your even garage in your home to be able to charge a vehicle like that, if you right. have a certain breaker that can even support that, you can't even charge your car. So, yeah, I mean, because it's such, it's not like super new technology, but it, it's not every home is, comes with one of those built in, um, Yeah, like a port in a way. It's like, it's like a massive USB, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say he didn't, I should correct myself. He didn't really say that. Although he said it before he was, we have another car and we have like two vehicles plus his other work car mm -hmm. and we were going to get rid of the one and just have the other because he uses that that other car we have for the army um so we have one that we could use he didn't necessarily say that to buy an electric car although for our florida vacation we're taking a tesla so oh snap um he said there i think hertz bought a whole bunch of teslas and so they're giving a promo and they're doing like free free charging for like a week or something i don't know huh they're all over here like i see those i probably see five a day when i'm driving around yeah and I'm yeah just like, wow i guess they're they seem affordable to the to the average like i mean i don't know how much they are but when i drive when i'm driving i see I see them pretty often. Well, and it's funny because, you know, you think of like, ooh, Tesla, she, that person's so bougie. But then they would be the same amount probably for like a freaking Ford F-150 brand new, you know? Right, true. So people just got to think outside the box a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely challenge you to look into the, uh, to the electric batteries 
cars and how it's not actually the best for the environment. It's um, funny. You know, I've always been kind of sketchy about it. Like I just something about me doesn't sit right with electric cars. I don't know. I mean, yeah. And also you want a car, you want to trust a car to drive for you in case you forget to break or this or that. It's like exactly um, my sister's car does some weird thing and like even though she doesn't have an electric car, she has like a newer car where the engine um like, turns off. Yes. And when she's idling I don't like that. He goes, no, it's it idles when I sit at a stoplight or something, and I'm like, I don't like it. And so it it almost like like almost feels like the car is stalling out and then starting back up again when she goes to go. Yeah, I do not like that whatsoever. Feel right, and she's like, I don't either. (laughs) And like those cars that like you know, drive for you and like park parallel park for you. It's like, seriously, what? I don't, that's beyond scary to me. It freaks me out. Yeah. Our jet, the Jetson land. Yeah. I would like a maid though. I could go for a maid. I can't, I'd, Sorry, you you're a little far away. I don't know. What'd you say? I said I I would love a maid from the Jetsons or like the Robolo vacuum, you know, those robots that roll around and do the vacuum for you. Yeah. Yeah, That'd totally. <laughs> that would be amazing. I just oh, want a butler. <laughs> Cook clean. What was the butler's name from Fresh Fresh Prince? I forget. Oh my gosh. Was it jo- Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Hello, Jeffrey. Yes, I would like a Jeffrey. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to say this on air, but my child has ringworm. Um, and it just reminded me because He has what? Ringworm. Oh, <gasps> From wrestling, by the way. So, um, I know, but he named him Gerald. I'm like, (laughs) how does he get, how do you get rid of that though? Oh man. I know. Well, you have to use like an antifungal, um, it it can last for a one to two weeks, you know, but it's kind of, you just have to keep it super clean and, Mm. It's so gross, I swear. I, I, I'm sorry that you're a boy mom. I hope you never have to deal with it. No, it's, trust me, I mean. It's those, um, it's those sports that are like, deal with karate, jujitsu, wrestling, where it's like a lot of contact and mats and sweat and ugh, so Yeah. Hard. So, oh, I'm sorry. Goes to bed here soon and come yeah, yeah. In fact, my husband's uh, he's uh, begging me to come home here. So can't he can't deal? <laughs> you can't give me thirty minutes. No, seriously, it hasn't even been thirty minutes. Jeez. 
well, technically, if you had both of our recordings together, you know, that's true. And plus, I was hopefully I can edit edit it out so it sounds like one smooth clip. Well, you'll do amazing regardless. I then it's going to be all on me to get us uploaded here. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, it was great chit chatting with you about some of these hot topics, and hopefully, um, after this one, we'll be on a more consistent schedule. I know things come up so. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, for sure. And thanks for work, you know, working out the time with me here today on this one. And um you enjoy your dinner and whatever if you haven't eaten yet and have a good evening. Same to you. Okay, bye. Bye.